0: Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever or whoever you may be. I am Alan Arante, and this is The Recluse Podcast. Today's guest is Falcon. He is an artist in Southern California and was born in 1983. He is originally from Australia, but moved to California in the early 2000s to pursue a career in music. He drummed for a band called Day of Contempt, and that band was gaining a lot of steam at that time. They had just been signed to Epitaph Records, they had just come off a tour, and they had played with a lot of big hardcore bands in that day, so they played with Atreyu, Bleeding Through, Parkway Drive, and a lot of uh, other big hardcore acts. The band didn't end up working out, but rather than move back to Australia, Falcon decided to stay in the States. In 2015, Falcon got into a terrible motorcycle accident. It resulted in the loss of his arm, his right arm. He sustained many other injuries that we talk about throughout the interview. And obviously, it was a defining moment for him. As you will see in this conversation, he is a motivated and passionate individual. The birth of his son a couple months after that accident would be the perfect distraction for him. He says that there wasn't even really time to wallow in his depression, and pain, given that he was now a father. I appreciate his willingness to talk about such a devastating and traumatic event in his life. He has turned to painting since then, and I think the best is yet to come for him. There's something special about him. So without further delay, this is a portrait of Falcon.
1: Came out here, loved Cali, loved the US. Did like a three-week tour. Spent an extra two weeks at the end of tour in Cali because we knew people here, Orange County, LA, other bands, etc. From playing with them when they would go to Australia, so we already we had network out. It wasn't like oh, throw the dart at the world map and at was Cali. Like we we had got we had places to live at as soon as we got off the plane. Like you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it wasn't just this crazy out of nowhere move. I mean, it takes forever to get a visa, you know what I mean? So it was a big deal. And when you're 19, it's a hell of a big deal. And you're living at home, you know, like, Oh, it's a huge deal. It's kind of crazy. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. My parents have known dad content because they were my boys, you know, both bands were friends. Everyone knew each other. Like my, you know, Dan had tattooed my parents as well. Like, my parents, you know, for being a yeah. religious household, they're they're pretty rad. Like you'd have no idea what my dad knows religiously. Obviously retired now, but like he looks like a biker. But you know what I mean. Like they're pretty chill and down to earth. So they knew who I was moving with, you know. And you know, Dan was living with me before we moved to America because we were saving up and stuff. You know? We we were we were like brothers, you know. It was more okay. You're okay to move with those guys, Joe, but that's big, bad America. That's where kids are killing other kids in high school. <laughs> that's where my parents' head went, was instantly my safety. Not, oh, I hope our son turns into the next Bonner. You know, like, it was like a little boy's, and I'm the youngest, you know. So it well, was all around crazy for everybody involved, which made it even more intense.
0: Day of Contempt, I was listening to um, through, let's see, what's the album called? It's uh, I listened to Through the Lies, uh, See Through the Lies LP, and right, right. Uh, you know, it actually reminded me, I hope this isn't like an insult, because to me, I would think it's a compliment, but it, it reminded me a lot of You. Are you familiar with that band?
1: R- right, right. So, it,
0: yeah. It might have been the same time period, maybe, yeah, that you th- that they were there's playing. Fly- yeah,
1: there's flyers out there of you Day of Contempt shows.
0: Oh, um, really? Oh, you played with Australia yeah, before? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. like, they know who I am, I know them.
0: But that they was, like, the heyday of that kind of hardcore, so that must have been yeah, bananas. Yeah, they
1: kind of, but they're from OC as well.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: we were playing with bands that were maybe bigger than them.
0: Oh, wow. So that's
1: why we would always end up on the bill, like, bleeding through um, <laughs> uh, wow. from OC, we lived with them when we moved to Orange County from L.A. So we did L.A. first, knew all the hardcore metal bands, down in OC from playing with them in Australia because we were, you know, Dave Contemp- I wasn't even in the band then, and Dave Contempt was direct support for all those metal bands from <laughs> over there, you know? So right. What about a, and buy a Dave Contempt t-shirt.
0: Well, is, is Parkway Drive from Australia? from Australia? Correct. So they, we played
1: with them at their YMCA youth hall <laughs> in Byron Bay, and there was about 400 kids, all with blonde hair, with, <laughs> kill, killing each other to every song. Oh, wow! How, how ironic is this? We play with Parkway Drive. We stay at Winston's house. He lives down the street from the local youth hall, you know, where the show's being held. <laughs> you know, we're like, do they have a PA system? All right, here we go. You know, <laughs> we heard of this band, you know, and they're killing it in their hometown. Let's play with these kids, you know. And uh, they blew they blew my mind away. Yeah. They covered the Bleeding Through song. And <laughs> I don't think we'd moved to America yet. But it it's kind of ironic. They sing that song and then I'm living with the singer of that band in Orange County.
0: So back in those crazy. days, you know, you've been on the road, you played with the Trey you Parkway Drive, yeah. Bleeding Through. Right. You you were in a hardcore I would, I would call it hardcore for a lack of yeah. better terms. Yeah. You were in a hardcore what? band that was going that was uh Active during probably the best period in that hardcore scene with those bands. Do you look back on those days with happiness or fondness or more of like sadness? Do you miss those days? Or, you know, how do you feel when you think about that time period in your life?
1: It was funny. I was actually talking to my friend JJ. Um, he's the singer of D's Nuts, and he has his solo uh, kind of hip hop. Stuff going on, and we actually Facetime the other night and talked about that. He was the drummer of I Killed the Prom Queen, who was also uh, quite large. Before Parkway Drive were Parkway Drive were like the Surf Rats, that that were like coming up, and like I noticed them, you know, and I was like, that band's good, and everyone noticed them. It was just one of those <laughs> things. So like that content was already going on before Parkway Drive, or at least they were doing. They were busier, that's mm. a better word. You know, we'd been that contemporary around longer, you know. Of the time, <laughs> but we're like, man, these kids are killing it. You know? And like, <laughs> wow. these off-the-wall shows at this like youth like, let's, <laughs> let's go. Like, you know, let's all go. We'll stay at Winston's house and we'll make flyers or they make flyers, you know, however – like, <laughs> It was amazing, like even to look back now and see how huge Parkway Drive are. And I'll randomly YouTube them and look at them playing live in Europe. My mind's just blown. I just think of the youthful,
0: you know? (laughs) Those days just bring you joy then to think back on those days.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, unless you had a rough childhood, when do you not look back after leaving a country, after spending, you know, 18 years there, 19 years there? Unless you had a horrible upbringing, you know, I think everybody's answer should be yes. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Like, cause no, I it makes 100%. There's people that are like, oh, yeah, I was, I was born there and I left when I was 20, but it's not home. No way. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. I want to be yeah, I don't like, think I have either. Maybe they can call in and be like, you know what? Norway sucks. I lived there for 20 years. I live in Paris <laughs>
0: So you uh, moved to uh, California from Australia and Mm -hmm. you had had this experience and you toured with Day of Contempt and all these things. You had a child and, you know, something really uh, influential happened to you. You got in an insane accident. How old were you when you got in your motorcycle accident?
1: That was 2015.
0: That wasn't that long ago. That must no, feel like yesterday no. to you.
1: Yeah, I could, you know, if if it was a movie or something, I think I'd have to play myself because I remember it so good. <laughs> oh, really? It, yeah, it would be hard for me to, it would take a long time for me to sit down with someone and, and give them the full picture because to me I have the full picture. Like literally and it sounds exaggerated and people might think that and that's fine, but put on forensic files tonight, right? What? How long are the episodes? 30 minutes?
2: hmm
1: An hour? Right? Yeah. And and the next morning I'm going to ask you about that forensic files episode. Just watch one of them, you know? Yeah. And you could probably break that down pretty good to me the next mm-hmm. morning, right? Like, oh, this crazy husband <laughs> killed the family and he used to wear flannels, I guess, and you know, you could go into it pretty good. Like that's how it is for me. Wow. That I remember what I was thinking. I remember what part of just to come full circle, another great orange County hardcore band called Ignite. I was listening to the third song of their second to last (sighs) record. Wow. Not kidding. It was in my headphones. I would have one headphone in and yeah, that's how I used to ride my bike. And like that level of, of detail. Um,
0: Yes. Yeah, so, so what happened? I mean, you're on the road and all of a sudden, yeah, you know, riding, what happens?
1: Um, I was doing construction and um, it was kind of funny. That morning, I woke up at five. I was doing construction, um, wasn't doing any art stuff. I was just not doing the band stuff anymore. Things slowed down. Guys went back to Australia. A couple of guys stayed, like me, that originally moved. Um, You know, met someone, settled down, whatever. Um, So I was doing kind of odd jobs um, and it was, okay, you know, my partner's pregnant, I'm going to have a kid. I need to, like, really get jobs, you know. My bartending's not going to cut it. I just, first child, head went into overdrive, freaking out. Parents in Australia, stoked, freaking out. Like, it was just... Need to make money. That's all I thought. You know, hmm. I'm having a kid, and I've always kind of—I've never been a lazy dude. I'll get to my job twenty minutes and sit in my car. I'll—I'll <laughs> I'll wake up like this morning, you know, at seven a.m. to go shoot some like short film for no reason at all, just because I yeah. want to do it. Like motivation's hmm. always been there. So, I, you know, I had two jobs: construction, bartending. Would ride my 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 Harley. To work, and someone clipped me in the carpool on the way to work, um, and I kept it up, and I took the next exit, shattered brick, got back on the freeway, went to work. Um, wow! Didn't lay it down, but they clipped my my handlebar, their mirror, they were too mm-hmm. close, and I wasn't even splitting lanes enough. But um, and that terrified me. And literally eight hours later, I was riding home. It's now two in the afternoon. Because we'd start early. Um, I was doing like just uh, demolition work. And I was riding home. And I missed the exit because we'd just moved down there to Huntington Beach, California. Um, which also reminds me of Australia. But <laughs> yeah, I was riding home. to two in the afternoon. This old lady, I could tell she had white hair. She was in a big silver car. And she was facing me in the turn lane, if that wow.
2: makes sense. So it's going to be
1: hard to show you with hand signals, with one hand, hand signals. Um, (laughs) You know, to describe it that way would be way easier. But um, So kind of stay with me. Um, I'm approaching Mm -hmm. the light. I have a green light. She's coming towards me. There's no island, okay? No island, just the double yellow. Um, She's coming towards me and we're approaching the light. So I'm in the middle lane of three, there's no one behind me, no one either side of me. It was like I was the only one on the freeway. uh, On the uh, main, it's a pretty main street uh, where it happened. But it's three lanes wide, but it's not a freeway, it's just like, you know. So I'm in the middle lane, She, she goes in the turn lane and stops on the first arrow. There's no one in front of her. The cars behind her are way back, I remember that. So I thought I was gonna die. Cause I wasn't sure exactly how far back the cars were, but half of me after I hit her car like, realized, okay, they were way back,
0: no one's gonna run me over. That was oh, the yeah! Oh my god, so you I- thought that in the air basically. Is that what you thought? I mean, you yeah, were you I was in the like air on
1: the ground. I was like, I'm gonna get
0: my over. Oh, so I yes, remember,
1: like trying to look back, I had my helmet on, I had a full face. And I was like, I, I remember not seeing cars for a long time. Oh,
0: my God. And yeah. then there was
1: already people standing over me. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to get run over. It's safe. You know? There's like five yeah. people around me. Cool. But, anyway, but you're she's in the turn lane. Yeah, go ahead. She goes over the double yellow early on an angle to the gas station.
0: Oh. Does
1: that make sense? So, like, Yes, yes. Just, there's no one in front of her and she's stopped. Like she's at the signal, but she's like 80 feet back from the light. So I think she ran out of gas. I see the gas stations on the right-hand side of me. (laughs) And then she starts to creep as I'm approaching the light, doing like 70. It's like a 65 zone, I believe. Or 60, I I can't remember. It's not slow, you know. We're not talking there's schools around. It's like a main strip, you know. Um, Like a good size exit off the freeway. And I'm entering the green light, and she's sideways crawling in front of me. Wow. Like, I swear to God, my five-year-old could run quicker than that car. <laughs> like, he would have he started behind her car and would have got to the driveway to the gas station before her. I remember right. it was like, what the – like, so I just locked it up and I try to swing around the back of her trunk. So she's pretty much dead sideways now. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, tires aren't even near the driveway. I'm in line with her passenger door. And I go to turn around the back of her and I just stay sideways. I was going too fast. So when I went to make the left to go Mm -hmm. around the back of her trunk, my bike just stayed sideways. Ugh. Um, Yeah. And I just remember sliding like it was a goddamn water slide. It went forever. I just, I braced myself and I was like, I'm never going to meet myself. That's all I thought. Wow. And boom. It was like a cannon went off three inches from my ears. Oh, I still remember the song going on, big Night Plan, singing along real loud in my helmet. It was just like Pfft, boom. It was like that. Like you know, yeah. but but in the mindset process, like it's true, when people say like everything flashed before my eyes, you think of everyone important. And wow. it's so quick, it's like they're all together in a room. It's just like boom. You see them all. But oh. it's kind of individually. It's so quick and real. Like, when you hear people mm-hmm. saying that, like, my life flashed before my eyes, like, that's real shit. Like, I was like, you know, my son, you know, you picture this, like, baby. It's your first child, you know. He's doing three months. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and boom. And uh, it was crazy. It
0: was you Crazy. And you sustained so many injuries. Let me just read them off. You and can you, you can, can you DM I, me this? Yeah, yeah sure. I, <laughs> I forgot what
1: happened to me. I know so here's, bad,
0: <laughs> so here's some of it. I assume there I think there might even be more, but this is what I tracked. So there was obviously some brain bleeding that caused damage to your nervous system. There was subdural hematoma, shattered femur, broken foot, multiple compound fractures, dislocated wrist broken arm, uh, spinal bruising, you had to have a metal rod put in your leg, you you obviously had some loss of memory and speech after that, and I think it's more than that, you ended up losing your arm, I mean, did you just, did your body just crunch in just an instant during that accident, I mean, how did it feel to this to sustain that impact, I mean, it just sounds like you were shot out of a cannon, like you said.
1: Yeah, it's, I like hearing that list. <laughs> that I might have to do that therapy. Just play that list every morning. You know, when I do need to get get up extra early, that can be my motivational one. Um, uh, like physically, you know, touching on that physically, you don't feel anything. Uh, like wow. I was laying on the ground having a conversation. So. Mm. Like for real, and the I remember, adrenaline was just <laughs> and rushing. I don't know what he looks like and. I know what brand of helmet he was wearing because he was filling up his motorcycle and witnessed it all. Oh, my God. And he, I remember him leaning over me, talking to me, and he was like a, a damn angel. Wow. I straight oh. damn angel. Didn't give a police report. I've contacted every single name on that police report. I said, do you ride a motorcycle? Do you ride a motorcycle? Do you ride a motorcycle? Did you witness this accident? Guess what? It's me. Surprise. But do you ride a motorcycle? You know, <laughs> like, I've yeah. done my homework to find the dude. That's how important that guy is.
0: Um, wow. Did you find him? He was
1: talking to me. He's like, where are you from? He literally broke. I swear to God, was talking like that. Like 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 his sister and I'm dating her. You know? Like he was chatting like that, like the get to know you <laughs> game, you know? Like, hey, man, yeah. where's your accent from? Right on. And I just remember I was like, this dude is like the chillest guy I've ever met in my life. I feel no pain. Like, your body shuts off. It physically does.
2: Right, like yeah. you can't yeah. feel
1: pain. Like, even if you try to. Like, that's how off it is. So I'm laying oh. like I've already had uh, been injected with some chill meds. Or something. Oh, my like, God. Like, I was just instant relaxed, you know? But it's oh. scary, too, because you have the thought of, like, death or something, you know? Yeah. I remember I kept blinking. I was like, okay, this is going on. Because I'm pretty straight shooter. Like, right? yeah. a lot of things are like, you know. To me, when it comes mm-hmm. to situations, and I'm like, no, okay, no, this is happening. I'm not one of those people that be like, oh, I'm dying, is he real? Like, it wasn't that. Like, I knew what was going on, but it was just weird because I knew it was real bad, but I couldn't film right. it.
0: Right. And I remember right. a
1: trip, and I was like, this dude's chill. Like, <laughs> is this the start of heaven? Like, because everything's way mellow right now, and I know it should be utter chaos. And then it's like, boom, that chaos button gets pushed and you realize, like, really what's going
0: on. Wow. My God.
1: pain-wise, but, but, oh, here comes all the actors that are now going to play. It's actually a big deal, Pa. You know? (laughs) There goes my knight in shining armor. Now it's ladies screaming at me not to rip my helmet off. Now I notice there's millions of particles of glass inside my helmet, and I'm worried my eyes Mm. are going to bleed out. And and the lady still screaming for me to take my helmet off, and I look up and I'm like, "That's the lady with the white hair in the car, standing over me with the red cardigan on, you know, or whatever." Wow. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, I think that could be her, like, or whatever, you know. Like,
2: did you think that cards. you would? I just
1: remember the top of it, you know, and I don't remember she standing over me, but I remember I. The only person I saw was that guy because he was leaning over me with a helmet, but I'd start. Everything kicked in whenever I think more people ran over. Oh, my God. It got loud and, like, people were yelling directions at me. And I remember, like, an older lady to my left with white hair. I don't know if my driver got out, but I don't know. If you look at the odds, it probably was old.
0: Were Um, you laying there thinking that, You were going to die. Was Um, that what you were thinking?
1: No, that's right. The guy, see how stuff just comes back to me? Like, why does it come back to me? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) being that, why is it so clear? And I'll forget about parts and then I'll remember them. It's weird.
2: Like,
1: just random memories will just jump in, you know, Um, that I'd even forgotten about maybe for a while, you know? So it's cool Mm -hmm. to to get into it again. Um, But I remember he goes, I remember being able to see the bottom of my foot facing my face, my right leg, so my oh leg my was like broken around. Fuck. So you know how you can bend your leg backwards, it, like yeah. it went, it went. Like I'm doing it right now. So it's kind of you're sitting on your butt on the floor, legs up mm-hmm. straight, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine your calf goes straight up, Oof. and then your foot bends the same way towards your face. So it's it was like a very snap, broken. You know? Yeah, so I, was like, I could see oh. my foot in the air and I wasn't trying to put it in the air. Right, and then remember right. And I it went to the side and then I remember he was telling me what was up to me. He was like, your leg's mashed, dude. But remember, he's the chillest dude ever. I don't know who he is. He's <laughs> like, your leg's bad and like, your arm's broken, dude, but you're good. You know what I mean? Like, you're good. You
0: wow, know? my God. And,
1: and he was getting gas. This is going to blow your mind. Be prepared for this. This is like set off the... the Fireworks sample. Right now. <laughs> so a friend of mine was driving past the accident. She was the car behind the lady, right? Behind mm-hmm. the old lady.
2: The oh. lady. She oh my takes God. a
1: photo. Okay, doesn't know it's me. Doesn't know I even live in HB now because I haven't seen that go in like 10 years. This is going to blow your mind. She takes the photo, puts it on Facebook pray for this guy I don't know who he is but me and my daughter witnessed it. I wow. have the photo in my phone
0: oh uh, my god
1: so but let me tell you how it came how I got it you know uh, she posted it on Facebook my friend Jolie lost uh, I would say a friend of mine Mitch lost uh, her husband Mitch to a motorcycle accident he used to ride the same bike as mine. And his accident was in Huntington Beach about three years prior. And I went to and I rode my bike to where his accident happened, where he was killed. And wow. he used to sing in a, a band from here, a metal band called um, Suicide Silence. Um, no
0: kid! Oh my god! Are you
1: kidding? Yeah, I'm not kidding. So Mitch's, oh. Mitch um well, Mitch's passed, but Jolie um, has a daughter with Mitch. You know, and so it's kind of crazy that Jolie saw that post because she's friends with her, okay? Yep. Jolie doesn't know Crystal, my partner, at all. They're not Facebook friends. I've talked about Mitch and Jolie, obviously, to her, but she hasn't met him, right? Mm-hmm. So Jolie sees the post because her she's friends. They both live in HB, uh, Jennifer and Jolie. So they're like tight, you know? So, obviously, brings back bad memories when Jolie saw the post because of me. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Jolie, she was one of the first, like, solid friends that were a girl that I met in America. I've known that girl a really long time. She sees the photo. It clicked. Oh, I saw on Instagram Jolie's moving to Huntington Beach. Oh, no. You know? Yeah. So, she goes, I think I know the dude. Jennifer's like, "What the f?" She's like, "Remember Joe?" I don't know how that, that conversation went down. Um, and because Crystal had already put in the post, sorry about me. She was at the hospital, right? Yeah, and tagged me in it, so my friends were able to see it. Mm-hmm. Jolie sees photo, then sees Crystal's post, even though she's not friends with her on Facebook. And sends the photo to my partner while I lay in other hell. One room. Wow. How's that? I get my phone back after I wake up and have a bunch of surgeries. and Now my family's in the hospital from Australia and there's an Australian flag hanging up and I'm totally cooked on drugs, you know, like just high as a car, you know, touching my dad because I was like hallucinating that it wasn't (laughs) Like, not kidding. Like. I'd wow. start falling asleep but I'd be awake and think spiders were coming on me and I'd grab my dad.
0: Oh my he god. He said
1: that I would swear that was going on for days. Oh. Trying to convince my dad that there were spiders coming down from the roof. <laughs> it was like a nightly level of stuff I was on. Wow. You know, like I was on heavy stuff, so it was a trip to be like, Oh, that's right, I'm having a kid soon. <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? And my parents are here and <sighs> Whatever. So I get my phone back. I see all these messages. You know, it's Christa was like, well, I met Joel Luce has this photo. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Why do you know Jennifer? And then kind of remember her, you know, because it's been so long. Um, it's weird how the world works. It's weird how the power went out in my apartment while Crystal was pregnant at, at home waiting for me to get home or whatever. Literally at the same time.
2: As wow!
1: You know, there was just a lot of crazy stuff. Um, a lot of crazy stuff, like ironic stuff, and yeah, lessons learned, and yeah. But I remember it like it, it was nothing, you know. And I'd rather talk about like the whole thing than just like, oh, you know, um, yeah. Just because I'm comfortable with it, and I, I want mm-hmm. it to realize stuff happens
0: it's really it's so hard to imagine and what i mean is i can yeah i can i can visually imagine imagine it but like for me
1: imagine i'm doing an uber ride right now and you're in the back and i'm your driver (laughs) and i just told you that and then two (laughs) lights time in two lights time i look in the mirror and i look you in the eye and i'm like it happened two lights ahead wow Have you done that? And that's, uh, that's happened maybe twice or three times. Oh my God. So, but it's rad. Cause I'm like, and guess what? <laughs> you know, it, it's just like, you know, or I'm like, Hey, it actually happened like three intersections back or we're one block away from it. Or, you know, it actually happened a mile to our left. And people are just like, shit, like, this, this is real. Like I go to that gas station or I know the school on the other corner. You know what I mean? And, and, I don't know, I like blasting people with reality, you know, with anything, I think. Not even me, like, if you had a cool story for me to share about you, because we're homies, and I know it can maybe help someone out, like, or whatever, you know what I mean? Or just, especially if good has come from it, you know?
0: You were talking about how you see your family, like, you know, you get in the accident, and your family goes through your head you you're and you're sad you're instantly sad because you're not going to get to meet your unborn son but you survive it and are you conscious and awake to see your son born so how did that play out when your son was born um, Were you still in a bed
1: yeah no i was uh, walking i don't think i had a walking stick um i was still on stuff um prescribed to me um which just kind of numbs you out, you know, and chills you out because your body's throbbing, you know. Um, yeah. The only way I could probably pull off the feeling to someone without killing him or getting him mm. way too close to being killed, probably mm. like go a full like three rounds like with Tyson.
2: Wow.
0: Mm.
1: Like in the state, in the boxing state, you are in right now. I throw gloves on you and you get in the ring and you go six minutes
0: straight. Oh my God. You know,
1: like that would be the only way I think you would honestly feel that would be the only way we could pull off feeling the way I did, I think without you mm-hmm. dying. Like, you know, right. Like, right. Cause you could maybe block a few that would have killed you. And maybe even then he still might kill you because he's a beast or whatever, you know, like, but I remember it would hit me and I would just like, man, like, but it was such a perfect distraction. You know? It was
2: mm-hmm.
1: I nearly died. Haha <laughs> life. You suck. I win. Cause I'm back and I'm having a kid. And it's the most opposite thing that could possibly happen to me. Happen. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like But what how, but how, but I'm I curious about you mentally without something like that happening. Oh. And and being like, oh, you were in a funk, this will entertain you. This will will force you to look the other direction if you like it or not because that fool needs a dad, and guess what? You know, your heart's still beating. You're up. You know, it was kind of like that. It was a real suck it up, dude, because you're changing diapers with one arm. And we didn't even really know if my arm was still going to come back because it was paralyzed, but they were hoping it would regenerate.
0: So my arm was in
1: a sling, completely mm-hmm. dead, you know, and boom, son's born, go time, time to be dead. And, you know, now only 10% of the week I'm being a bummer and depressed and breaking down. It was oh, probably wow. of, You know, there was probably a lot of overlap where I would have breakdowns out of nowhere. Yeah, my son. Right,
0: right.
1: And I'm a new dad, you know, and then it would be like, boom, the other feeling would kick in. Man, I'm going to wake him right. up. I just want to see him open his eyes again. It's <laughs> a like perfect distraction, you know, like, man, he said something. Oh, man, was first tooth, <laughs> you know, first tooth, like, or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's like that cool reminder. Like when your phone goes off and it's an alarm, but you hate the tone and you remember it was a cool alarm that you set. There was like a cool reason to it, right? Right. Like, oh, pick up, pick up check from Danny for thirty five grand. Oh yes, I love that alarm noise. Now it was like that, right. You know, it was man, my leg hurt. Man, hopefully my arm works again. Oh, my neck. Wah, wah, wah. Yes, I guess I get to feed him, and I'm gonna do it one handed, and I'm gonna change the diaper, and Crystal needs us. Needs sleep. She hasn't slept in two days, and you get over it. You know what I mean? Like you have no other way, unless you really go down that dark road and it grips you early. I kind of didn't really have time to go. My life's over because he came so soon. Like it was like question answer perfect. (laughs) Looking back, mind you, I was in dying pain, bro. Like the pain ain't. You know, it's it's still an issue, We're five years later, I wow. still can't sleep on it. i got to sleep a certain way when I go to bed. Like, you know what I mean? It's, so it never stopped. It was just insane back then, looking back, you know, because I'm wow. like, whoa, but, and that'd be nice. I just couldn't sleep, you know, and on my back and I'm dying in pain. Then he's crying, but Chris hasn't slept in three days. So I'm like, suck it up. You know, where's the walking stick? Like for real, <laughs> it's laying on its side. Wow! Over. Can't bend over. Hang on, Grayson, I'll be right there. Like I'm the guy from Up. You know what I mean? Like, wow. but it was because I was all banged up. You know. But was,
0: well, have I mean, you think, ever been a complainer? You know, have you ever complained about oh, yeah, things well, in your life?
1: Scared. Yeah, but it was always stupid stuff. Like the real stuff, I've always been good. You
0: know, <laughs> it was just stupid right. stuff. But. But you have this uh, – you would sort of oh, it mentioned it earlier. And, exactly. And That's what I was going to say. You know,
1: get a job early. Screw school. I don't need to finish school for what I want to do because music's full on and whatever, and it takes up a lot of my time. you got to ask permission to get to go on tour because you work in a titty yard. And the to <laughs> tour for four weeks? How many bosses are like, you're welcome back, tattoo boy? You know, like – they're like, get out of here. You're going to leave us for four weeks? Then just think your job's going to be there? No. Like, it was new jobs all the time. Then it was like, well, let's move to America. You know? <laughs> it was always hard working, you know? Like, right. I'm, always, I'm a morning person. I'll be up at five tomorrow. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, and yeah. I'll pay till maybe midnight tonight. And my alarm will go off at five. So you
0: day. got yeah five, so, so you got in your your accident and you and you say that you know you didn't have time to wallow in your despair even though you were in pain because you had your son shortly after this accident so with your work ethic a,
1: it was there the depression
0: the oh okay right but but you, you had,
1: had so we didn't know the extent of my arm so i'm waking up going okay neck braces because of some uh, bruised spine, but they think it's completely fine. It's just precautionary. So I kind of came to and was like, I don't really have a lot going on. I got a broken leg. Cool. No issue. You know, and a neck and brace. And my arm's going to return again. It's just tripping right now. And I broke that wrist. So that's why that arm's in a cast. Like it was a snarly stuff to wake up to, if that makes sense. Like it doesn't, the list is long, but a lot of those were. Like, yeah, they're mellow, I guess. I don't know. I'm just so chill about it now. But, um, you know, they are serious things. But they were all, I was going to be complete at one point. So I think I, I you know, really uh, focused on that. Like, mom's mm. going to come back. This cast is going to be off in a the week. They said, cool, cool, cool. You know, and my son's coming. But the pain sucks. You know, it was more that. Not, man, arm's never going to come back and, and I'm going to have it removed. That wasn't mm-hmm. even in the thought process, right? Because wow. they hadn't even told me how bad the nerve damage was. So I'm mm. like, okay, broken up, sweet. And my fingers don't move because my nerves are still tripping. Okay, Ugh. that's how my mind was at for like a couple weeks, you know? And then they're like, need nerve tests or whatever it may be, you know? like. But yeah, you know, it was just kind of crazy, you know? Um, but yeah, there's... There was kind of always hope, but again, I never raised the bar high. I was already, okay, if it doesn't come back, because I haven't had any sensations, so my hopes aren't really that high anyway. So yeah. uh, organically, I started thinking worst case scenarios because I'm like, if my fingers still haven't moved and we're like six weeks out and the physical therapy ain't doing much, like I'm ready to like, let's not beat around the bush kind of guy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. let's be straight. Um and I'd always be like that. And I'd tell me straight, dog. And they're like, okay, you know, 94% chance you're going to have feeling. Okay.
0: Thanks for the surgery. Cool. So you get in this. I was going to
1: have it removed. Like that was already in the car.
0: That's too. what you were expecting? Yeah. Like I, we
1: mean the doctor would talk. I was like, I want it off if it doesn't work. I'm not carrying this around. It's been months. The weight of it alone. Like I want it off. If it doesn't work, because I know it might not work. And I'm thinking worst case scenario because I want to prepare myself. And she was like, right, that's fine, Joe. We can take it off wherever you want and whenever you want. After you wait that wow. year to see if it regenerates. I mean, I was having mm. dreams, man. I would one arm and my arm was still attached to me. That's wow. how crazy it was. It was like, I'm I'm rocking it. It's on. You know? And literally yeah. I booked up for the most earliest appointment from that year mark. That's how confident I knew. And was I guess it would be kind of sickly okay with it, you know, like because everyone's like you're nuts. When your arm doesn't work for like a week, it's kind of a trip. When your arm doesn't work for like two months, it stops being like a trip and you're like, really? Like it gets real. Then you go like eight months like that, slamming your door on it. It, It's burning on the oven and you don't even know. Oh my god. And they god. told me that will happen. I'm like, okay, doc. I'm not an idiot. You know, like, I kid you not, sure sure. shit. Pulled down the oven top to get the pizza out. My fingers are just resting on the inside of the oven while I'm pulling out the pizza. Totally paralyzed. Couldn't feel it. Skin melted. Had to have, had to have it bandaged up at the hospital. Third degree burnout. Didn't even know. Holding it underwater, like laughing, making jokes while I was just freaking out, thinking I'm dying. It was insane. So I yeah. wanted it off, you know, like <laughs> it does nothing, you know, like. But people don't like things there, you know. I don't mind it. I've been covered in tattoos at a young age. People were doing that in Australia, so it's, mm. you know it's not really odd for people there. I was always the punk group dyeing my hair, and, you know, it was, yeah. I was like, okay, there's going to be more of that going on now. Once I cut it off, cool. So maybe they'll open the door for me because they're clearly going to know it doesn't work now. You know, because my arm looked completely normal, but it was paralyzed. So people didn't open the door for you because they didn't know. Now people, man, it's it's great. You know what I mean? People say, excuse me, and they're walking on my left side. And I'm like, "Eh?" You know, people just don't know what to do. It it entertains me. It honestly does. I in the supermarket and they pass you on the side that has an arm. They're like, oh, sorry. And I'm like, huh? That was a smooth pass, no need for the sorry, like, whatever, you know, it's just funny how people react to stuff they don't see every day. So I was okay with that decision, is kind of my point, like, I didn't care, people. I wanted people to see how I was living.
0: You obviously have a sense of humor, uh, you yeah. know, and, and you you say you're entertained by people doing these weird things, you know, to uh, to accommodate you, even though you didn't ask. Uh, you know, have you goofed on people? Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't even I imagine. About but- that,
1: yeah, me and my uh, daughter. Because um, I have a daughter as well, but different scenario, obviously, whole whole mm-hmm. another episode. Um, but <laughs> me and my daughter, man, we are the best at ideas, and like we're in the car and she's like, then we could do this and that, and <laughs> to have a child that. You didn't create and feel 100% like you created her is oh, the most amazing wow. feeling in the world. Or mm-hmm. she'll do something. I'm like, I did that when I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> like, mom told me about that. You know? And I'm like, yeah. and my mom came over here. And she's like, I don't believe it. She, my mom <laughs> was going away, like, when she met <laughs> it, you know, years ago, you know, way before Grayson. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have a very special bond and a very sarcastic bond. And yeah, we think of fantastic <laughs> stuff like Halloween. We're gonna do it. to like the white t-shirt, blood on the sleeve. You know, she runs. Oh my gosh, with the rubber arm, the blood. <laughs> you know, and she'll film me just asking people if they've seen my arm, and then like, she, you know oh she'll set God. up the camera, and she could throw the arm over the aisle, over the stuff <laughs> next to us. You know, and literally we've thought of. You know, cool stuff like that. And I'm the type <laughs> that should do it because I really don't care. You know, like I'll even take a hit, you know, a night in jail or something. I don't know what, what the war is about pretending you lost the arm, but he really did. But we have thought about that. Yeah. Halloween.
0: <laughs> awesome. But yeah. So, sure. so when you go shopping for clothes, I mean, I and I hope this doesn't sound insensitive, but uh, do you like yeah. – do you ever even consider buying long sleeve shirts now? Do you assume you're going to cut off the left sleeve or do you only get short sleeves? You know, does, is your choice of clothes an issue now for you?
1: Um, I mean, if it, if it's, uh, important function, I'll wear, I was in my brother's wedding, full suit. Mm. Just tuck mm. the sleeve into the pocket, smooth cold as ice man Mm. you know what I mean like but it's kind of annoying because it like falls out of the pocket dangling sleeve it's like whoa he came early like they're like no that's Luke's brother he doesn't have an arm you know or whatever but actually no I had my arm but still it would still apply because mentally my arm didn't work so I was already Mm. living even though you guys couldn't tell so like clothing I would still wear long sleeves because I had an arm and even I still wear them now now my arm's removed Mm-hmm. But yeah, you just gotta tuck it into to your front pocket. Cause I think like me cutting it off is kinda like me walking around with the painting that I painted of myself of that. Mm. Like mm. it's just throwing it in people's faces, I kinda of think. Like Especially the long <laughs> sleeve short sleeve like that. What I do what move I do like is I go the thermal, preferably white thermal, cut the right sleeve off the thermal really high even with my stump hanging at the bottom and then I rock one of my t-shirts over the top mm, mm. I like that move you know so, so you, that's the only cutting I do with. you know if, if I buy a shirt you know I keep the sleeve maybe I should do the the, the, the army tuck how they tuck the, the sleeve under and they pin it yeah and yeah yeah, yeah I've or, seen that war veteran though and I get mistaken for those guys out here sometimes like yeah it will be like Veterans Day, and they're like, thanks for your service. And I'm like, oh. I'm like you got to You know what I mean? But, you know, you do get that crew that just go, man, that dude's a gnarly marine. You know, I'm like, no, I'm a but, but yeah, like, service. So,
0: yeah. so you're an artist now. Were you an artist prior to your accident?
1: Um, It's actually funny that you bring that up because it's kind of interesting how I realized, hey, I'm still good at drawing, you know, um, mm. was after the accident because I've lost my right arm, so everything was kind of new. Like, do your shoelaces up, Joe? All right, got to do it differently now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everything's different. You know what I mean? Wow. Like yeah. It's not like, I wonder if I could still draw, you know? It's like, <laughs> holy shit, like, how do I spell my name because I'm in a weird state and I only have my left hand I can use? Like, this game's not fair. Like, it wasn't. The creative senses that I've always had were on pause. Even put it that way. Um, mm, wow. Does that make sense? It was yes. Like drumming yes. Music. Drumming's over. Bummer. Like that killed me. That killed me. That was that was the only thing. I wasn't even playing music. I wasn't even in a band. Um, drumming at all, and that killed me. That wrecked me. That mentally, because all I wanted to do was you know teach, you know one of my kids, or be able to play for them and really play, you know, like, mm. play like yeah. I was in a band in front of 30,000 people again, <laughs> like, and show yeah. them, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to start a band just so my kids could see me play drums, like, set up a drum kit in the house and that's rock, you know, so that killed me. Um, but again, the distraction of racing, you know, um, but I've always kind of drawn and, I, I painted a ninja turtle face on one of those, um, you know, where you take kids and you paint the uh, the plates or the pottery, you know, and you can yeah, paint stuff yeah. with your child. So we took our daughter there and I said, Dad, what are you going to paint? And I just pulled up a ninja turtle picture of him, Michelangelo, and I painted the face of him on a plate, you know, and then they glaze it you get to take it home, right? <laughs> and, and I killed it. Like I didn't it. <laughs> And, and and I was like, whoa. And Chris was like, you did that left-handed. My daughter was like, there can I have it? Like, And again, defining moment, you know, like that will never, ever leave my mind. And now it's just guaranteed because I'm going down that road, right? Mm. Like, so for me to think back, for me to walk 20 feet right now and pull that out of the closet, mm. the literally that I'm staring at, like, that I forgot was in the closet until like about a month ago and it blew my mind. I nearly broke down. Um mm. it was crazy, you know? And I was like, whatever, sorry, it was just messing around, messing around and I was like, whoa, like this is coming out the way the picture is in my head. And I've always been good at copying. So like <laughs> if you put a picture next to me, I can copy it. So now all these gnarly stuff happened to me, you know, and The thought process is completely different in so many areas, just in life Mm. in general, not even artistically. So then, boom, the creative senses gear up again, you know, and start turning. And I'm like, okay, can't play drums how I used to? All right, let's just go nuts and just paint stuff. And not because I want to go down that road like I was working, you know, like I wasn't like, I should see if I can get professional at this. It's just like. Hey, I'm just going to paint a lot. And then people like dug it. And I was like, that's weird because that's really distorted painting I painted. Yeah. Funny, right? But I guess I get the. I'm allowed to kind of paint that stuff, I think, because of mm. what's happened. Like, I'm allowed to. I don't know. I just think of it looked like this. If people are going to stare at me, then at least stare at something I'm going to make. You know? like,
0: the art's make amazing. Um, the the stuff that I've seen that you posted on your your Falcon page. It's beautiful. You would never know that someone did it with their left hand. Uh, So when you paint now and actually anything that you do now, when you write, when you sign a check or something, when you paint, when you open a door, given that you only have your left hand, I won't ask if it's your dominant hand, obviously, because it's your only hand. But does it feel very natural to you now? Or do you really feel like you're doing something left handed still? It's...
1: I don't know how you would describe it, comparing it to another hand, but it smogs what my right hand was. Mm. Mm. If I could have one wish, it'd be so my arm could come back fully functioning and I could play drums now mm. for one moment. That's how good my left hand is. And wow. it's not. it's not, oh, man, it must have took ages to learn every single thing. Your mind snaps into overdrive. If you're a motivational, motivated person, it definitely helps, right? Mm Because that's deep in you. It's just pushed deep down, you know, but that's still there. So that can rev up and you go for it and you take out the trash and you tie the knot, double knot, and you use your mouth (laughs) and your left hand and you do your shoelaces up by holding one of the laces with your left foot while you're doing the right shoe. Like, and Mm. it's just boom, boom, boom. It was like, I don't know, like MacGyver or something. It's like, (laughs) but you're not doing it. So it's not like, well, give me credit. You just, I don't know. That's how it was for me. It was just like switch over, cut corners. How am I going to paint a straight line? Can't hold a ruler. Great. Um, Okay. I'm going to lay tape out and I'm going to use my nose to hold one end and I'm going to put it with my left hand. I'm gonna paint along long the tape to get a straight line on that painting. Um, but that's how my mind thinks. But it, it, right. it's and to me that's not really the, the the weird part. The more weird part is my mind's changed that way with everything.
0: Wow. Oh wow. That's amazing. So I don't uh,
1: look at it like you would. And it's not by choice, mm-hmm. I swear to God, because my mind wasn't this right.
0: before, let me tell you. You know? Have you have you played yeah. drums? Have you had the chance to play play drums?
1: Yeah, I could definitely play a beat left-handed. I've done it on an electronic drum kit, but then I like want to go into some field that I need the other hand for, so it just gets discouraging. (laughs) But I was actually thinking—I don't know—I had this idea. I probably shouldn't say this um, to any old person here, but I don't know. I guess I could. I was—I had the idea about drumming electronic drum kit over um, a a mile-long craft song, who's a, a kind of an underground. He's actually a white guy um, from New York City, but he's an amazing Mm. hip hop artist. Amazing Mm. hip hop artist, and there's this really funky beat. And I was listening to it the other day, and I was like, I could play that. The whole thing, (laughs) like I was, I was driving with my knee playing it with my left hand. I mean, I wasn't doing that, but I was. Um, And I was like, man, I could actually play this beat, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't be off. You know, right. like at all, like you. If you were, to, if I was to record it and lay it over it, you know, because I was always pretty good with mm-hmm. time. I didn't depend on the metronome. I was always kind of in yeah. time. And actually, just as it comes to mind right now, the best compliment I ever got was uh, producer Josh Abraham. He did the Velvet Revolver record. Um, wow. Who's the Scott Weiland and Guns N' Roses made that band called Velvet Revolver? And he just yeah. got recording their album, and he recorded Dave Content. And he said, he goes, I'd rather record with you than Matt Soren or Guns N' <laughs> And that's the best Grammy wow. compliment I've ever had in my whole career. But it came from a Grammy Award-winning producer and talking about one of the biggest drummers <laughs> in the world. So I was like, yeah. and career's over. Don't care. Awesome. I'm mm. good. You know? <laughs> I obviously didn't think that, but looking back, like,
0: right?
1: yeah, I knew how important the compliment. The compliment was, but it's just funny how you know my mind. Be, but yeah,
0: well, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, you know, you you had said something a little while ago about how you had this vision or this dream of you know rocking out on a drum set for your kids. You know, pretending like you're in a thirty thousand seat arena, and you just right. you know had this thought in your head that you would love to. Perform for your kids, don't you? Don't you think you still can? Don't you think that they would see you as that I would rock star me, still? Like
1: play on grandpa's electronic drum kit, like they have seen that. Um, mm-hmm. I would like a drum kit in the house just to see who gets drawn towards it. <laughs> out, of, out of both of it. Kids yeah. are very, very still boyish. Ah, the stairs. <laughs> My like, dude, like did you have to like, play the song playing in the background that we have to because you're just smashing the apart to the it. Um so but Grayson's creative. That's <laughs> they can make it straight up. It, it's, it's amazing to have a boy and <laughs> kind of attempt to relive your life again but in in the road they choose. You know, it's yeah. kind of going along to the right, but being there to catch him, obviously, when they need it. And I think that will kind of be the icing and the cake, you know? Mentally, mm. I think for me, you know, either of my kids, but, you know, obviously, Grayson being a boy is going to probably be into the same stuff as me. I'll probably have a better chance of him, you know, going the artsy route if he has those artsy kind of desires that he started to show with, you know, drawing instead of doing online learning, hmm. and which I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, but it's probably not a best parenting move, you know, I'm like, don't turn the iPad off, but you should keep drawing, you know, don't listen to the teacher, you know, so it's kind of cool to see him copy, but not copy because he wants to do it, it's awesome, mm-hmm. like, Dad, I, I painted, I drew this for you, that's the best living in the world. And or because um. he watched dad paint some creepy thing on the patio. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm not yeah. like, Hey, you should paint something for me. You know, randomly I will, cause I know he likes it, but early on it was just, he would do it. I was like, man, he's like, dad, that's creepy. He's never really loved my paintings. He's just <laughs> really honest. And I'm like, yes. Cause I'm like, that, that's the vibe I was getting. So when another random person, um, tells you the answer you're hoping to get, it's rad, even if it's from a five-year-old, you know, because they're honest yeah. and they'll tell you what they think. So he'll be like, Dad, that's kind of creepy that he doesn't have eyes. I'm like, okay, he noticed. Like, that that's what I want people to see. Like, that was my focal point. or Whatever it may be, you know, he's like, Dad, that that's creepy. And I'll, sometimes I'll be bummed. I'm like, I'm not going for that. Better add some more pink and yellows, you know. <laughs> like, but he's kind of—he's kind of a cool judge, I guess. <laughs> whatever, you know. I, I value his opinion because it's he's pretty—he's pretty onto it, you know. And yeah, you know, so, so a route he chooses to go, you know. I'm sure it's going to be down that route, and he's showing early signs of wanting to just break free from the normal world and draw something because school stress was throwing everything like that. The three hours would
0: be five years old. Falcon, you're a a remarkable man. I, I think that you should uh, write. You should. Uh, your story is very remarkable, and you the, the the level of memory that you have, and the way you articulate your your memory, I think is uh, special. Uh, I hope someone does a movie about you, a documentary, or if someone, if you were to write a book or something, and, and and I'm so happy that you have found so much direction in your life. I could just as easily imagine someone whose life would be over after something like this, but you have taken this route and you have this work ethic and this passion for being a father and an artist and for life that you have just kept going. And, It seems like it hasn't slowed you down that much. Um, I want to talk to you again sometime. I just have one more question for you and you can answer it any way you like. Falcon, who the hell are you?
1: I'm an Australian soul living in America.